you, so I just. All right, lightning round. No. <laughs> the person you want to train with. Probably Regina Milkovich, yeah. Good answer. I've shot with her for a little bit, but yeah, probably. Favorite range snack? Hmm, Mountain Ops. It's not even a snack. You put it in a, like water. Okay. I've never even heard of it. Oh, Mountain Ops, they make like a ton of stuff. Just basically like electrolytes and vitamin B12 and stuff like that. So. Okay. And bananas. And they make bananas? No, Mountain Ops doesn't make bananas. I eat bananas. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. As a range snack. Got it. Yes. Got to keep the potassium up. Totally, and the jokes about bananas. And the jokes about bananas. Hunting or fishing? Uh, so I've actually never killed an animal on purpose. I've never been hunting. <laughs> Have you killed an animal well, on I mean, accident? Yeah, we, yes, it was terrible. I accidentally hit an animal, yes. Okay, that, fair that's enough. That's what happens, yes. But I've actually, yeah, never killed an animal, so I'm a little nervous about it. I want to do it, but I am also don't know if it's for me, so fishing. Okay. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I'm a hunter, and I've never killed an animal. You killed a lot of steel today, though. Oh, it's so sweet. <laughs> Hobbies other than shooting? Mm. Probably just hiking with my dogs. Yeah, hiking with my dogs. Oh, what kind of dogs do you have? So I have a Husky Shep, a red one. Okay. Yeah, so I guess there's a, he has a brown nose, um, not like a black one. That's like a name, right? Sure, red yeah, nose. Yeah, it's like sought, sought after or right. something. But he was just a rescue, and then um, I have a black mouth cur, another rescue, so... I don't even know what that second one is. So black mouth cur is like it's like a brown dog that looks like a pit bull. Okay. Um, Marty and love. Gun. Yeah, I know, I know. Pit bulls are great. Yeah, oh we God. just lost ours in June. No. Yeah. Sorry to be a bummer. No, it, we all lose dogs. Dogs are a heartbreak. Every time you get a dog, it's like you're buying a heartbreak, right? Yes. Or rescuing a heartbreak. So I'm sorry to hear that. Was that like old age or? Um, we're not sure. She, I was at an NRL 22x hunter match at Arena. And the wife was like, she's not doing good. I don't know what's going on. Uh -huh. I was like, take her to the hospital or the dog hospital or whatever. She's like, yeah. I don't have anybody to watch kids and this, that, the other thing. When she loaded her into the van to take her to the emergency vet with her grandma, she passed away in the van. Wow. Yeah. Dogs know. I mean, we think she got bit by something in the backyard because we don't have like a back fence and yeah. we back up to like 22 acres of undeveloped property yeah. on Navarre Beach. So, yeah. What do you think, feel guilty for it or something? A little bit because I stayed and shot the match and didn't go home. You didn't know. And then caught hell for it. I mean, well, would I you was even also, make it home? I was also drunk. Like when the wife called at night, I'd already like drank probably a six pack and was playing cornhole with the PJs that were, okay. you didn't know. were at the arena. And yeah. I was like, Hey, do you need me to stop drinking sober up and come home in the morning? She's like, what are you going to do? I was like, I don't know. Do you need me there? What's going on? So yeah, it was just a crummy situation. Totally crummy. But like I was there to like, I, I was an RO and like Eddie needed me. So I was like, so what are you going to do? Never leave your house again? Cause you're worried about your dog dying. That's what, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. Next question, match gear prep. What do you do to prep? What did you do to prep to come to this match? Because I literally have zero information about you besides your name. Yeah, um, so I load ammo as well. I just started doing that, like, last year. Okay. Um, I actually pulled, like, a beginner Hornady kit off of the prize table, and nice. I started with that. Um, Isaiah Curtis helped me start, like, learning how to reload and everything like that. Um, 
So I do that, obviously, and then I kind of just go through the state, like a stage in my head to remember okay. everything to bring because I often fly to matches. Okay. Yeah, so I kind of have to shoot a stage in my head and remember what I need. So based where are you that. from? I'm from Minnesota, but I live in Virginia. So I'm traveling from oh Virginia. Oh, my goodness. What? That's a really long ways away to come to this match. It's it's okay. It's I mean, a, every match is a, yeah. yes, but every match is a flight, honestly, if we think about it, from Virginia. From Virginia, yeah. We have the arena that's still 12 hours. Wow. Yes, yes. So I was, ju I was just in Virginia two weeks ago. Okay. I was up in Fredericksburg. Oh, great. At Fort AP Hill for training. For work. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, that was Sucked. 18 hours in the truck one way. Oh, you drove? Yeah. Because they probably pay you better in gas, huh? Well, we had to bring a, all of our equipment. Oh. We had to bring a robot, yeah, yeah, yeah. bomb suit, x-rays, okay. explosive tools. You can't ship that. Yeah. yeah. Somebody has to drive. Yeah. We, so Did our, you have other people to switch off with? Yeah. We brought – so we had three, like, people – playing in the exercise and then one OC that was like going to be um, watching and evaluating all the other teams and stuff like that. Okay. So four people went up and one of them flew. Okay. So there was three of us. We stopped it. Nice. We stopped halfway. We st stopped in like Waterboro, South Carolina and got a hotel for a night Great. and then drove up the next day and like 95 in the rain. Mm. Like it was mm -hmm. terrible. Mm -hmm. Like registration was closed when we got there. Um, at like five o'clock in the afternoon, oh my gosh, we had yeah. to register the next day. Like it was a, it was a because mess. you were stuck on the road. Yeah, we were that sucks. In the rain, ninety five was gridlocked. Like yeah. two hour delay because of a wreck. Like it yeah. was just. It's still craziness. bad. Yeah, it's still bad. But coming so, coming back was great. Good. Coming back were, was awesome. It wasn't raining or something. No, I drove. Oh. Okay. I did eighty five <laughs> to ninety five the whole way back in a government truck with a. 14-foot trailer full of gear. They, don't, they didn't have a, uh, what's it called, when they stopped the speed? Yeah. A governor or whatever? Yeah, they didn't have, they didn't put the electronic, <laughs> like, we know how fast you're going yeah. <laughs> on there. And, yeah, we, we made it the second day on the way back. We made it from Savannah to Navarre in five hours and 45 minutes. Wow. So you still stayed the night somewhere yeah we we stayed in savannah and it was the worst hotel of our no, my life yeah because savannah's good spot right we stayed at the ramada off of 95 and it was garbage yeah. it was disgusting were you looking for like the best government rate well we have to stick to government yes. rate and they were the only ones that had occupancy for three that would take the government rate yeah so we it that's was, like a huge military location so you think I mean, it would be better yeah it was not that's a bummer so you always talked about having to travel for QP matches yeah or, well yeah, so that's PR kind of I shoot PRS but like yeah. I want to shoot a QP match but like yeah like the closest PRS match is five hours for okay. me yeah. five and a half hours that's not bad yeah. yeah PRS is an east coast thing too so I get it but I just it's a different group of people you guys have VPRC up there with uh, yeah. Aaron Aaron Lewis or Brandon Lewis or I know his last name is Lewis. Okay. Um, VPRC up there, like that's a good group of dudes, and you got a couple other matches, and then. So you haven't shot a QP match yet. I have not, Ooh, okay. but I want to. Yeah, it's fun. It's just like, how many? Oh, you can't do multiple. Yeah. I, how many I irons in the fire can I do? Dude, and QP matches are like four hundred rounds a match, like yeah. a two day match. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. And so. then back to match prep. Uh -huh. So you said that you kind of like run through a stage and think of everything that you 
need to bring for a stage. So what did you, coming from Virginia down to Louisiana, what did you bring for this match? Okay, pro tip that I learned from one of my buddies, Chuck Pressburg. He, uh, so I always want a cooler at the range, and I can never figure out how to bring a cooler in my bags. Okay. Right? Because. Yep. So I'm going to check three bags. I'm going to check my rifle. Yep. Okay, that's a bag, right? Because yep. you have to, like, check it. I'm going to Is that check with ammo or without ammo? Without ammo. Okay. I don't play ammo into the Pelican because okay. then the TSA agents see it, and then I and I don't want to have to talk about it, right? So okay. So I don't want to have to um, declare ammo. Like, the rifle is obvious enough, right? Like, so yeah, do, you, do you ship your ammo here? You buy here? I like, bring it. So okay. So I put my, then I, second bag is my cooler. I put my ammo in my cooler. It's like a soft case Arctic cooler. Costs like a hundred bucks, whatever. Okay. Put my ammo in the cooler and then put all my other heavy stuff that could kind of be a little heavy. I don't know, like vinyl stuff like that. Okay. Um, check the cooler. Okay. Okay. And they, they consider it like priority, so they don't put it on the belt. They treat the cooler with respect. It's very weird. Um, oh, that's weird. Yeah, it's very weird. Probably because, I mean, a lot of hunters sh- uh, like bring coolers, right? Right. So, Pack yeah, meat out. Makes totally. sense. Yep. And then my third bag is like my clothes bag and like okay. my range bag and stuff that goes okay. into that suitcase. Yeah. Like, so, like a, uh, a suitcase, suitcase with your backpack in totally. it and your clothes and your boots yep. and all that stuff. And that, that keeps stuff. everything underweight. But still allowing me to have, like, all my things. So who do you fly with to where you can take three bags with you and not pay? Myself. Oh, oh, United. Okay, yeah, United. If you fly enough, yeah, you can get, like, three bags, yeah. Okay, yeah. nice. Yeah, so it's not bad, yeah. You just have to keep it that's under a, 65 pounds. That's a pro tip right there. Pro tip, cooler, yeah, square, soft case, cooler, pro tip. Okay, that's awesome. And then zip lock it shut. I yeah. mean, uh, yeah, zip tie it. So what are your match superstitions? Braiding my hair. Ugh, I know. It's okay, so you, you have to have your hair braided or you won't braided. braid? Not Every braided. time I've had my hair, like, I've asked somebody to braid my hair, um, I've shot like crap. So okay. I, I don't braid my hair anymore. Interesting. So it's it, like a bun, a bun no, yeah. like a ponytail or anything? A bun and then I put a hat on. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that is interesting. It's stupid. Oh, you? and looking at scores after day one. 100% don't support that. You saw it. Uh, you saw I it definitely outside. saw it. You saw there, it outside. I know where you're at, and I'm not going to say it. Okay. And uh, I'm yeah, not going to ask support. you where you're at. Great. That's great. We don't talk about it. You don't talk about no, it. No, we don't talk about scores. Okay. <laughs> no, we talk about scores. How do you stay mentally focused? Oh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. I just don't. I just don't stay mentally focused. It's overrated. <laughs> We got Ryan Hay in the background. <laughs> the, here's the deal. We're here to have fun. We're here yeah. to meet new people. I, I'm not at the level yet to where I can, like, be unfocused and talk to all these people and then go kill it. I'm just not. And there are some people here that can, and I just can't. So I'm going to choose to kind of talk, hang out, whatever, and then, like, two people before me, then I'm going to start stop talking, and I'm going to start do you go in focused. your? Do you go off to the side a little bit and like stay secluded? Yeah. And not talk to anybody and like get your mental focus down. Like go over, like because you. So for NRL Hunter, for those in my audience that don't know, you don't. There is no matchbook. Yeah. You walk up to the stage. There's like a poster there, and it says what you have to do. Mm-hmm. One position, four targets. Two positions, two targets. You know whatever it may be. And that's all the in the shape of the target, and that's mm-hmm. all you've got. Yeah. Like you have to find range, engage on the clock. So like, 
you're probably going through your how do you thought even process. prep? Yeah, how do you even prep for that? I like, mean, it's I make sure that my binos are in the right spot. I make like maybe I gather a wind reading on my kestrel before the stage, Great. so I have maybe an average mm-hmm. of what it's done over the you know the last stage or the last three stages or over the course and of the day or time. whatever. Yeah. So when would you start doing that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I don't know two two shooters ahead. I mean. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, all your gear, right? Because everyone yep. has their own methods. Like, I keep my tripod and, like, an old ball zinc kind of, like, lock mm-hmm. thing on my on my pack. You have to make sure that's tight. I mean, I don't know how you keep your tripod, but. So, I run a Mystery Ranch Rats pack because okay. it was given to me by my supervisor. And Yay. I fold the two legs together and just slide it in. Perfect. I have learned that is not the best way to do it. One leg or what? Uh, the two legs, it was just super, it was like, it's hard to get back in there. It's hard to pull out. Like it got stuck a few times. Um, it was too, I think it was too big of a bag for this format. Like, okay. cause all you really need is your bag. A day pack. Yeah. And this is like a full blown med kit yeah. bag. Yeah. Um, so you wouldn't use that bag again? I probably, I would probably use like my three day assault or... Um, my um, I forget the name of, but it's another mystery ranch bag, mm-hmm. but it's like slick on the, it's it's like a three day assault, but smaller, slimmed down. It doesn't have the pockets or the waist belt or anything like that. It's more of like a book bag, mm-hmm. and like you can just clip stuff to the outside of it a lot easier. Great. So I'd like clip my tripod on it. I definitely would not run a ball head on my tripod again. Why it come loose? Um, shift too high and i'm better shooting off of my tripod without a ball head on it so I fu- what kind of tripod you got so i have a uh, a two vets uh-huh. with a lufrodo ball head mm-hmm. with a mub um tack plate on top yeah. and i would take all of that off and i would just run the tripod with an empty with an empty head really I'm way better shooter that way okay then do it. Yeah, and I didn't think it? about I didn't think about it this like for this match because I was in like I had. Uh, but sand. you couldn't use that tripod for anything else, right? Like you couldn't glass off that tripod. Put a bag on top and go. Okay, then you could. Okay, yeah. yeah. Some people like the ball heads for glassing, but yeah, and like normally, like when I ro, I have my ball head, my bub, like my little Leupold mm-hmm. freaking quick lock thing that they got on the prize table over there, and then like I clamp my bi- my binos into it. Okay. You're not going to do that for this match, like, because then you got to take a bunch of stuff off. Yeah. And, like, it's just easier, boom, chest rig, binos. So the but deal like, with that I learned today is that there was a stage, just for people listening, there was a stage where you had to move your tripod, like, four times in, like, the crappy brush, right? So you have a <laughs> yeah. bag on top of your tripod, yep. and you have your gun, right? So that's a lot that you have to move four times. My bag fell off my tripod as I was moving it once, right? So it yep. slowed me down. Um, another dude was saying that he just has his bag clipped to his tripod. Yep. So, and then if he needs his bag to like shoot on prone or something like that, he just unclips it. Yeah. So I might start looking into that, trying to get a plate that I can clip a bag into. Yeah. Do you run a sand filled or like a get light or a bead filled or? Nope. It's just a normal like OG, um, Armageddon gear bag. And then I just took some of the fill out. Okay. Yeah. So I've got my. 14 pound heavy fill Oof, sand uh, can you move that thing medium oh my gosh um, and I carried that for about half the day yesterday oh, yeah. and then I was like after lunch I was like screw this 
and I had a bunch of extra ammo, and I was like, the way I'm shooting, I'm not going to need this extra ammo. Screw this. Aww. And just, like, drop that stuff. And I was like, okay, this is way more manageable now. Like, so I have a bead-filled bag. Okay. And then I've got a, um, a sand-filled. Like, for PRS stuff, I shoot my sand-filled because yeah. it's rock solid. Um, but this, I've got that bead-filled, and that bead-filled did everything I needed. Um, That's so great. It worked. It worked awesome. But yeah. I know exactly the stage you're talking about. That's great. And my bag fell off as well. Yeah, man. Um, but my tripod was also loose. So the one thing I don't like about the two vets is it, I don't care that it's manufactured in China because half the crap we get in America is made in China. But the screws <laughs> do not stay tight. On the legs? On the legs. Okay. So it was super loose. So yeah. every time I'd go to move it, as soon as I'd pick it up, it would swing yep. in. And I'd have to fight it. And, and I you lost tightened it. it throughout the day? Yeah. That's three annoying. Three times. Oh, my God. So. Have you asked them about it? No. Yeah. I was like, there's a hardware store down the street. I'll just go buy new bolts. I just keep forgetting. You're going to buy new bolts? Hell no. Ask them. It's like a dollar. Ask them. They already they replaced the twisty thing because it was bent, so I couldn't, okay. like, untighten it. So, like, I cut it off with a Dremel when yeah. I was, had too many whiskeys, and then he sent me a new one. It was great. Um, but, no, like, it's, like, two bolts. It's going to cost, like, a buck. Like, it'll be fun. Okay. And they'll probably work way better. Um because they're not chrome-plated. Yeah. Because, like, once that chrome plating oh. wears off, then, like, there's so a bigger tolerance. my radiant does that, too, but not as bad. I wonder if that's why. Um, yeah, it could. It just chrome. could be those bolts. Okay. So, I, I, when I went to my last stage, like, I went to shift it, and my bag fell off. Oh. And I've got one of those electronic timers. It counts yeah. down. And I was getting close, so I just, like, I was like, screw it. Just metal on metal, hard on oh, hard. How'd it go? Missed the first shot, pulled off the second shot. Okay. And I was like, I'm like, okay. So I think I ended up with like a four or five on the stage. Did you time out? I didn't time out, wow. but it was like down to the, down to the second. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I videoed every single stage I shot yesterday. So I have. Did you have someone follow you and do it? No, I had to set the camera up by myself. <laughs> Oh, every time. Yeah. Okay. Well, How almost every time. How the fuck do you do that without seeing the – I swore. I'm probably not supposed to swear on here. No. How do you do that without seeing the stage? I turn my trigger cam on, and then I start my cell phone in my little tripod, mm -hmm. and then they say go, and I oh. run up there, and I try and set the camera down where I think it's oh going to be. To where it's going to have everything in shot, yeah. and then I actually start okay, my stage. Okay, so it's just you setting a tripod down. Yeah. Quickly. But okay. it's like a tiny one, and it's all yeah. off balance, and it's so it, it works sometimes. Yeah, cool. except for that stage where it fell over oh, and totally. shot the sky the whole time. But the trigger cam. Worked. I don't know if you, they, it would have seen you the whole time anyway. <laughs> no, I mean, that you was were going around the corner. Yeah, it was probably like twenty yards worth of worth of distance. Yeah, but that was a really fun stage. Totally fun. So, so fun. Yeah. For those listening, you start on the side of a hill, you run around a, a log. There's your spotting uh, location. And then all of your shooting locations are farther down this little, this little goat trail per se, at one static target, target, but it's four different positions, and it was it was a good time. Yeah, it was very like thick, like viney kind yeah. of stuff. I, yeah, I I once I would shoot a stage, I would try and like run video for the person behind me, so like we yeah, can gather content for Travis and yeah, um, David who burned it down pretty well. Um, David Swedberg, um, get some video for him. Not that he ever posts 
anything on social media that I've seen, but like he can have it and kind of yeah. critique and analyze his own his own shot That's process. That's what we'll do in the squad. Like one day, like say it's Ryan and I in a squad, I'll shoot ahead of him one day, and then the next day I'll shoot behind him, just so like you can get video for each other. Yeah. Because in Enderal Hunter, you can't see their you know you can't, you can't see video it yeah because you can't see the stage yeah so yeah you switch around i accidentally left my camera on one of this uh on stage three the prairie dogs from today yeah. i left it on there i have 20 oh i have 20 my. minutes of video on uh, my phone yeah i gotta i gotta go back that's and like the most that. boring one to watch too <laughs> i mean yeah that's actually like the most boring one because i set it up on the oh, i didn't know no. i didn't know where i could go so nobody like, picked it up for you Robert, when Robert was near me, he would pick it up and kind of video me. But, like, I just set it there. Like, as soon as it start, the time started, I, like, ran up and set it down. And then I ran up to the shooting position. And I was like, it's going to get it on the trigger cam. They can at least see where I'm shooting and, like, yeah. this, whatever. But, like, there's a stage that you guys are going to shoot tomorrow um, from the tower. That was To go up a tower? We got to go up Yeah, a tower. that tower right out there. Okay. Like, that That'll be the most running. I mean, good. Probably my favorite stage. Favorite? I didn't. I didn't clean it, but I came really close, and I still had a lot of fun. That's great. Um, yeah, it was really, really good. Good. So, of the course of fire, so you're the first person that I talked to that wasn't an RO that hasn't shot all the stages. Mm -hmm. So, what from the first nine stages today do you say? Would you say is your favorite stage of today? The thick brush. The thick brush. So yeah. The bobcat. Yeah. And, okay, I, I'm just going to say two because they're very different. The thick brush with the bobcat because I noticed that I missed the bobcat when half of the target was, like, occluded. I mean, not okay. half, but actually maybe, like, a quarter. But basically the target was blurry. I was seeing trees in front of my scope, right? Yep. And at that point, I should have known to move my tripod, but you don't want to. You're already yeah. in position. You're like, screw this. going to take time, whatever. And I missed every time I couldn't see the target. Um, but it was fun. It was good. You know you're going to be in some crap when you're shooting Enderal Hunter. And then the second one was the prairie dogs. So these yeah. are prairie dogs. Okay, so imagine. <laughs> the six-foot off-the-ground prairie exactly. dogs. Exactly. Imagine using a bolt gun, right, that you know can hit past a 1,000 yards and going up to a stage and seeing these little gray, like, targets, prairie dog-shaped yeah. targets, 100 yards away from you and saying, um, are these targets on the ground? They're like, yep. And you're like, oh, we're shooting 160-yard targets. Imagine that. Like, it doesn't compute, right? Yep. So there was, like, three different prairie dogs all in one area. And the trick with NRL Hunter is you have to shoot these in order, right, near to yep. far. Um so, unless stated otherwise. Unless stated otherwise, yes. So the trick with that one was you had to ask good questions yep. or you had to get good ranges, you know. So I, you just have to ask, is this the first target? Describe the target, whatever, da-da-da, and go on and so forth. Um, and so it was fun because it wasn't like a lot of moving. It was just one position, but you're also yep. shooting at something that you could pretty much just hold straight up. Like, and probably hit it. Probably hit it, like, yeah. point of impact, point put, of kill. Did yeah. you put dope on, though, for it? I Everyone. did put dope on. So I have my hard data on two, 200 yards. So okay. I don't even go below 200 yards with my yep. hard data. Yeah. So I just put on, like, 0.3 or whatever, and I was mm -hmm. hitting. It was fine. But, yeah, at that point, I, d I was like, oh, shoot. Like, I don't know my data for this, but it's 160 yards. So. Yeah. So what would you put on your gun? Um, I'm shooting 6.5 Creed, by the way. Yeah, same here. Thing. Okay. Um, how fast are you running? Um, twenty-eight ten. Okay, I was twenty-eight twenty-two when okay. I started the day, okay. and I was when I went and chronoed because we chronoed yesterday afternoon after we shot the match. Yeah. 
So it's like you Which shoot makes this. Sense. You shoot this whole match and you don't know. Oh if, wait, yeah, you don't even get the info from that. Oh yeah. yeah. So they set up. They set up a zero range for us, and yeah. we could like check everything. Yeah. And it was 54 degrees in the morning, so my gun was, um, it was a 14.5 SD at 54 degrees at 28.22. And then when I went and shot Chrono in the afternoon, after we shot all day, mm -hmm. I was... Oh, so you checked it beforehand still? Yeah, we you still checked yourself? it beforehand. Oh, okay. Yeah, like Robert set up a stage because they said that you guys were going to be able to like check stuff before you actually shot yeah. to make sure. So we went and, and, and checked it beforehand. But when I went yesterday afternoon and checked it for like score or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like 28.57 with a 1.7. <gasps> SD. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, but at that point, I mean. It was 80 degrees. Yes. I was so, like, are you, what, what are you going to do? So, what, what, what would you do if you knew that? Like, I mean, would you change all your hard data? I didn't. Yeah, exactly. It's I a hard thing. I put it all in when the temperature was about 60 degrees right before we started. Okay. Do um, you think your data was off? No. At the end of the day? No, because we shot. We shot day two stuff after lunch when it was already hot and I was still hitting stuff. Yeah. So it's like. And stage 15, which is a longer engagement stage, I still made hits. So, so that's like, why some people lock their Kestrel environments. Yeah. There's some believers in that is they just lock the environment. Yeah. So and I even thought about there. like bumping up the temperature a little bit and okay. just like kind of checking. checking it. Checking. Yeah, totally. But I was like. I mean, we were shooting pretty quick yesterday. Like, there was yeah. only nine of us. Yeah. So, like, boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. Everybody was kind of kind of quick to it. Because, yeah. like, we're also ROing ourselves. So, like, Robert would RO the first shooter. So, we go to stage one. Yeah. He ROs the first shooter. Tell, and when the person comes off the stage, he gives them the brief. And then that person... ROs wow. the rest of us. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And then the second shooter goes to stage two, and then Robert ROs them, yep. gives them the brief, and then has him RO everybody else. So we literally, you ended up ROing at least one stage yesterday. Makes sense. So um, everyone listening, if you shoot an NRL Hunter match and you want to RO, you get your match fees paid for. Yeah, and you shoot the day you prior. You still shoot and get your points scored. A lot of people do RO on a, like a volunteer basis, and you don't get to shoot the match because of it. Yeah, but NRL hunters different. Yeah, you like PRS, you can't shoot the match, like you can't RO and shoot the match. Yeah, it's like one or the other for a national two day match. Yep. But NRL hunter is pretty cool where you get the opportunity to do that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so what is so that was those were your favorite stages. What is the stage you want to get back? Oh, I think you know what stage I want to get back. Well, you heard about it. I heard that there was like a tripod involved and then a bipod and then so no there, bipod and then a yeah. bipod again and then a tripod. Like. So there was a stage with two targets. Um, one target was kind of hard to find. So it was like two coyotes or something. Two howlers? Two, yeah. Yeah. So the hard thing was they set up like a little cattle gate, right? And you had the opportunity. Are you having PTSD issues right now? Yeah. Oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, no. There's the target right on the table. Um. So when you go up to an NRL Hunter match, you have to stick to one. Like, you have to stick to a couple plans. You can't do a million things, right? Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to bipod it next to this cattle gate. Well, then I was like, oh. Smart move. Okay. Well, and it wasn't because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to see the second target by bipod. So okay. I said, screw that. And then I okay. tried to do it off the gate. 
off the gate, it was a mess because my bipod was out. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to whip out my tripod. So then I started whipping out my tripod. And then I lost the placard. So I didn't get, like, a hardened, like, when you're out looking and you find a target in your scope or binos, that's cool. But when you get off the binos, you're going to lose it, right? Yeah. So I didn't get a hard location. So it was just a mess. I zeroed the TRP, stage. target reference point. Yes, I did not get a target reference point. And, uh, and I didn't decide what to do. I didn't stick to one thing because this is a really, like, choose-your-own-adventure thing. That cattle gate is there to just for – you don't have to shoot off it. Why yeah. would you? Why would you? Right? So I didn't think about that till after I got done and the RO was like, hey, put – Lay down prone and put your arm out. Yeah. So I did, and he's like, can you touch a dot? I'm like, yeah. He's like, why yeah. wouldn't you shoot it prone? I was like. If you're within one arm's reach of the shooting position, you can shoot wherever you want. Yeah, I was like, so yes. bitch. Yeah. I didn't even think about it. No, like, totally. the prop's there. and totally. it just like To screw you up. As a PRS shooter, like, PRS is oh, my yeah. game. Like, I'm like, you Cattlegate, got to shoot off of it. Of course you did. Boom, 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 boom. How'd it go? How'd it go? <laughs> okay. So the, the rocks, do you remember the rock stage? Yeah. I never saw the deer. Here's the, oh, that's right. You never saw the deer. I Did you shoot the, off the rock or on the ground? Shot off the rock. Okay, so why would you, right? Why would I? Because I'm a PRS you? shooter. Exactly. There was there was a shooting position. It was four rocks. You could easily shoot in between the rocks on the ground. Yep. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. A prone position. Yeah, totally. It's there to screw you up. Yep. PRS shooter. But everyone does it. Everybody. Everybody yep. does it. So. Like, oh, I shot off rocks a million times. These are in the ground. These are solid Great. as hell. Yay. Why wouldn't I? And then it's a crap position compared to a modified prone. Yeah. Yes. Well, like, That's funny. You never saw the deer yet. So there was this deer. It was made out of wood. And it, it had was like, It was a four by eight piece of plywood cut into the shape of a deer. And it was eight foot, eight foot long. Mm-hmm. Never saw it. Mm-hmm. It's not painted. <laughs> it's got a circle cut out of it. Where the vital is with the reactive target behind it. And I was like, is it that gong? And he's like, that's the vitals. And I was like, I'm going to aim for that. Never saw the outline of a deer. But you still, did you make any hits then? I made, because I ate up so much time looking Looking for this deer. deer. I think I got a first round impact on the vitals and I timed out. That's okay. I mean, that's great. Two points is better than no points. People skipped around it. It's, yeah, that's, that was a further shot right it was like 600 it, yeah it was a little bit farther back in the in the tree line yeah Ugh, yeah then that's what that's the thing i don't like is not having a matchbook because i don't know i can't remember all these how stages. many hunter matches have you shot this is your first one this is my first one. Oh my gosh that's great yeah it's weird without a matchbook so like i i figured out my score because normally i keep score like i've got some goals in the prs circuit yeah. this this year in, in the in the upcoming year um, so I've really been like tracking my analytics and everything like that. So yesterday I kind of tracked my analytics. We got, we stopped for lunch. We took an hour and plus for lunch because we had to switch from day one to day two targets mm-hmm. and we can't help Robert go set up the range because no. we got to go shoot it. Right. <laughs> yeah. So he's out there running around doing it all by himself. Oh my gosh. No way. That's yeah. terrible. It's terrible. Right. That's terrible. So, um, He's like, okay, cool, we're ready to go. So I added it up, and in nine stages, I shot 30 points. So nine divided by... So Not a lot. Okay, no, it's fine, though. It's right? Fine. It's, it's fine. It's, it's my first match. match. And you were ROing, which is a lot as well. So we go, and we shoot the final six matches. This lady needs a beer. Travis, we need a white claw. Please and thank you. Yeah. I need a refill because I'm doing this podcast. Yeah. 
<laughs> so in six matches, I shot 31 points. So I really turned it on after lunch. In six stages, you shot 31 points. Oh, yeah. wow. So I what really did picked you start? Did you start kind of getting, getting the get, vibe of it or what? Getting the hang of what I was supposed to do. So, like, please. So on the first stage, like, I didn't know that about the aiming points. Totally not. For, you didn't even know what it looked like. No. So sometimes in briefs they do like a, hey, this is what it's going to look like. Yeah. Like in the safety brief or whatever, yeah. and they didn't, yeah. So that's another critique that I'm going to give to, okay. to, to Ryan. Because, yeah. like, when I ROed today, so many people didn't understand that that window Dude, that you have. I'm impressed by you. Like, this is your first match and you're ROing it, like – Cause it's hard to RO these. It's very hard if you have like four, four targets too. I'm gonna. I'll say this. I'm not trying to pat myself on the back or like toot my own horn. I'm a really good RO. Toot toot. Like. Yeah. I've ROed all four AG Cups. I've ROed wow. nationals. Wow, that's huge. I've ROed all. I've ROed dozens of two-day matches, like PRS two-day matches, and Robert was like, "Hey, I'm putting on this match," and I was like, "You need an RO." He's like, I will definitely take you. That's great. So like, yeah. Robert, Robert's my right buddy. Away. He got he got me my first manners. Like, mm. that's what I shot this weekend. Like, yeah. why not? This match is sponsored by Manners. Mm -hmm. as well. That it is. So <laughs> as he's wearing a foundation stocks. Well, it's because uh, it's because it's because I don't have a a Manners. Okay. Sun shirt. Okay. So well, if we may need to Tom Manners wants to to send me the link to where to buy one, I will buy one. Um, <laughs> no, like it, 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 like he's good people. He's always taking care of me. So yeah. and, it's cool and that Robert's so down to earth. You can't not want to help because him out. like these stages, it's one RO. It, yep. Oftentimes, it's not two ROs to back each other up. It's one. Mm -hmm. So like if people have the option to skip targets in this kind of match, yeah, that is which, very different. That could be a, ha a huge issue, right? They're saying, yep. I, well, I skipped that one. I didn't shoot this one or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's, you got you to gotta pay attention. You got to be on your game totally. on this, which is it, which is fun. It keeps me on my toes. But, like, what I've noticed with this one is everybody's way more laid back than the PRS match. Yeah. How does that feel? Like, there's, there's two-day <laughs> matches. There's one-day matches. And then there's – this and it's just so calm so like even even if i ro a one day match mm -hmm. i'm trying to shoot and ro at the same time mm -hmm. so this came up at the southeast regional finale last year um i was shooting with a bunch of my friends a bunch of the what was it like roving ro you had a squad mom RO, yes yeah that right? sucks that sucks so yeah, that's hard I have put myself in a corner to where I RO so much. Everybody's yeah. like, "Guy's here. He's gonna RO." RO. Stupid. I don't have to worry about Did it. Did nobody back up? You like? I straight up went to my squad and I told them I was like, "Listen, I am competing to place first in my division. That's huge. Y'all have to take the reins today. I'm gonna be in my zone doing Yay. my own thing." Y'all got this. If I need to fill in here or there, I'm not doing it for every single one of y'all. Those are called boundaries, everybody. Yeah, because I, I read boundaries. the I read the book. <laughs> I have the book. It's sitting on my bookshelf. Um, Wait, really? What book is that? It's called Boundaries. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is it good? Dr. Henry Cloud. Yeah, okay, it's good. really good. Okay. Um, 
No, I like straight up told everybody, and they're like, "Yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool." And then like, it I never le- happened. No, I left them high and dry. Oh, great! So what happened? I Were won they f- okay? I won first place in my division. Yes. Mm, yeah. Funny. So there was five people that went into the finale tied with the same amount of points. Wow. And I wow. shot. And I shot my best match to date. If you were owing, you probably wouldn't have. No, no way. Yeah. Wow. No way. That's great. Yeah. So that's so good of you to screw over your squad. I wouldn't say I screwed them over. They all, were fine. They all, did what they needed to do. <laughs> they they made it through. The one dude. Did they learn? How did RO better? Oh yeah, they like they they, they all know they okay. all know they all listen to this. Herb, I love you. It's okay. You did great. <laughs> um, no, it's all the, like the South Florida boys. So they're all from like down in Orlando and um, Mulberry okay. and and uh, and Tampa in that area. Um, I sh- so like I don't want to say I put on more miles than anybody else, but I put on a lot of miles. I believe you. Like the closest match for me is five and a half hours, which is gun line. But I traveled yeah. ten to Immokalee to shoot a one day. Yeah. This last February. Shoot a one day, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. I drove from my house six hours to Swainsboro, Georgia, to shoot a one day on Saturday, and then drove all the way to the Everglades from Savannah to shoot a one day on Sunday, and then had to drive Did all the way home. Did you have to shoot those to kind of like get I didn't your best ha- points? I didn't them? have to. I just really like shooting with my friends. Great. My friends. Yeah. yeah like, why yeah. wouldn't I want? Why wouldn't I want to shoot with the short shorts of the PRS? Corey Adamski. Oh, you shoot with Corey. Okay, great. Okay, yes. yeah. That's fun. He snores like a freight train, by really? the way. Really? I don't yeah. know that. Okay. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like, we wake up in the middle of the night and yell at him. And he's like, sorry, guys. I can't help it. Love you, Corey. I mean, would you rather have him get, like, a CPAP or whatever? It would and probably that, be. And that's it, like, rant, rant, rant. That would probably be quieter. No way. Yes. Have you heard? If you ever heard a chainsaw running, yeah. like right next to it, yeah, that's Corey. That's terrible. It's, it's then don't bunk with him. <laughs> uh, you got to do what you got to do. Stop sleeping with Corey. It's me, Rick, and Corey. <laughs> it's a three-way <laughs> sleeping situation. So two people are getting screwed in this. Well, right. three because he's getting woken up by you guys. Exactly. There's a bed, a bed, and I take the pull-out couch. Yeah. It is what it is. Oh, okay. So you're not sleeping together. It's okay, everyone. They're not sleeping. Together. It's 2023. You can't ask those questions. <laughs> um, so, so we, so what? You, the cattle gate. You wanted to get that one back. What would you do different now? Have sh- having shot that target stage? reference point and stayed on bipod. Target reference point yeah. and stayed on bipod. Yeah, simple, 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 simple. So, yeah. how many NRL hunters have you shot? I would say probably about. Six or seven. Holy cow. Six or seven, yeah. That's Maybe. awesome. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're real fancy with, like, your gun belt and, like, So here's the, the deal about the gun belt. Okay, so this is, like, okay, so everyone listening, you have to have binos, like, on you, like, readily yeah. available, right? So every, everything, you're only allowed to start the stage with your rifle in the hand and some type of optic device, whether it be a razor, laser rangefinder or your binoculars. Yep. So everyone does their normal hunting thing with the, like, chest rigs to put their binos in, right? Right. 
I have a belt that I just uh, put like my magazine pouch and then on my right side I put like a utility pouch that fits my Vortex Furies, right? Because I didn't want anything on my chest. What pouch is that? Because it looks it's really cool. It's a Blue cool. Force gear utility pouch. Oh, really? Yep, okay. Super simple. Yep. Um, and it just fits the binos, which I'm shocked about. And I did that only because I didn't want anything on my chest if I was in the prone to get me screwed up because I'm already dealing with a lot. Did you do you run I, chest rig? So, I mean, being my first match, yeah. like I have the hill people gear like stuff right? sack yeah i've used that for roing numerous numerous times because i put like the ipad on it and i'll put i usually put like the shot timer on it and like pins and extra cool. stuff and extra yeah. chamber flags for everybody and like that's what i run when i'm like roing like stationary roing yeah. plus it fits a beer really well um how do you fit the ipad on it i just op slip it open and put it in oh okay got it um if I'm going by myself, that way I can just like pull it out. Or if like it's dying and I need to put the pattern, the battery oh, pack in, in there. I just drop it in there and it's Makes good to sense. go. Um, but like, I met um, one of the guys in my shop. He's a big hunter, and I was like, "Hey man, do you have like a bino harness?" And he's like, "Yeah." So he brought it in. I went and donated plasma on Thursday. Yay! Well, that's how I pay for this. So, yeah, like I donate plasma twice a week to pay for my shooting. And it's painful, right? Donating plasma is painful. No, I don't. I don't mind needles at all. Yeah, but doesn't it hurt when it gets? It's not like blood, right? It's no, it's plasma. So like, is it hard? Does it hurt to donate plasma? I mean, it's just a needle going in your arm. Oh, that's the only thing. It's yeah. not when it's sucking it out. No, you don't feel anything. How much do you make? Uh, right now, I'm making 120 a week. For two donations. Two donations. Right now, the place that I'm going to, if you donate, if you're a new donor in my facility. You'll get four hundred twenty-five dollars for the month of April as a new donor. Hey, everybody! Rush, yeah. Rush over. Anybody, anybody in Fort Walton <laughs> Beach want to get the hookup? Drop my name. So why don't you just write articles instead? Freelance writing is huge right now. Is it? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. I don't spell so good. You can. You'll be fine. I mean. So I've th I've actually thought about that. Everyone's like everyone's looking for writers. Doing doing stuff like that and like I've. I've worked with a company in the past about like doing gear reviews and stuff like that. And I've gotten products and I've done videos and stuff like that. And I've got a YouTube and I do this stuff and all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. I have so much going on. Yeah. They don't want to sit down. Right. I got two special needs kids. Oh, wow. Like yeah. I'm, my wife is amazing for letting me come and oh, doing this totally. stuff. As yeah. Jeez. And you guys are in a healthy relationship. <laughs> it's a relationship. Oh my gosh. <laughs> How long does it take to donate plasma? Um, the average donation takes probably an hour to an hour and 20 minutes. Okay. Do you think you could? Actually, you know, I yeah, do it. At, keep I do donating. it. At, I do it at lunch. Okay. Okay. Then that's fine. Yeah. It takes probably a little bit. I try, and, I, I try and do it at lunch. But my wife is like, like savant smart. She'd be able to write an article in like well, five go. minutes. That's her job. She's a photographer. Oh. She does social media management she does freaking all the interweb things like do you know how plasma helps people oh yeah they build all kinds of uh pharmaceutical pharmaceutical medicines out of it really and, oh yeah like they have all the brochures and like the templates and like hey one one full thing of plasma produces this much drugs and i just never read it how I'm much using does it make phone. you feel okay after you so with plasma what they do is they they pump your blood out they 
separate it in a centrifuge, and then they pump. Do you see all of this? Yeah, it's sitting right next to you. Whoa. I have a picture of it on my phone. I'll Whoa. show you. Um, I mean, it's a it's kind of a big needle, but, like, I've got scar tissue there now, so, like, I don't feel it. But, like, um, they stick you, and then they you do – you just pump your hand. They pump it out of you, and then uh, when it stops pumping, like when it, the arm cuff lets off, means it stopped pumping, and then they push the um, – The blood back through? The – red blood cells back into your body. Does and that then, hurt? No. Okay. And then when you're done, they pump you full of a bag uh, a bag of saline. Great. So it keeps you rehydrated wow. so that you can come back and redonate. So if you oh. go and donate blood, you're not getting the red blood oh. cells back, which is why you can't donate for like another eight or ten Makes weeks. Makes sense. Right? So if you have a hangover, should you go donate plasma? No, you probably won't pass the test. <laughs> oh, what's the test? So they do a uh, her- a hermatocrit and a protein level. So a hermatocrit is how hydrated you are. Oh. Right? Do you get hydrated before you go do this one? Yeah. Okay. So I donate on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So on Mondays and Wednesdays, I'm drinking probably three Nalgene's, three and a half Nalgene's on Mondays and uh, Wednesdays, on Thursdays, I eat a good breakfast, a protein shake, have two bottles of water. That's healthy in general, though. Like, that's good. Yeah, I just went to the bathroom earlier, and I was like, man, I am dehydrated. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was bad. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just – and I try and track my, like, my protein levels anyways with, with just regular donations. Yeah. And just make sure that I'm, like – somewhat That's healthy pretty cool. but yeah like i found out about it from a friend of mine that i work with at uh the eod school and he was like yeah if you give my name like i'll get a kickback i was like okay give me what? half give me give me a quarter of your kickback he's like done because it was like 100 bucks so he gave me 25 bucks for dropping his name when i went and then my buddy went and i was like i'll give, give you 25 bucks if you drop my name like right so we're yes. getting this racket, and then it would be weird because I would go in there and I would see students in there because I would tell the students about them. They're like, "Hey, man, like you're an E two and E three. I know go you're hard on money. money. Yeah. Go do this after school or whatever. Get some get some cash." And then I I was like, "Just don't use my name." Yeah. Because like the student instructor. Totally, that's a little weird. Yeah. yeah. It. I mean, we're all grown adults, but, but then the you're mili- giving you're getting money from them. The military, yeah, yes. exactly, and that could be construed. Totally. And yeah, I didn't want to go down that route. I was like, use your buddy's name that's already going. Yes. Like, do it that way. Yeah. Don't don't bring me into this at all. So, it was all good. Um, <laughs> what what are you shooting shooting the stages of today? What are you planning to do different tomorrow? Tomorrow, that's. That's right around the corner. It tomorrow is literally like three hours and. What do you want hour, me to do? Hours. No, like what do you plan tonight? No, what do you what? Knowing, seeing the course of fire and the things that you've shot today, have you thought about how you're gonna attack stuff tomorrow? I know it's gonna sound so bad, but I'm probably not gonna change what I'm doing. Except okay. I know that I need to like stick to one plan. Okay. I was going to say, yeah. are you going to take your bipod off, grab your tripod, I go don't to the know. fence, well, I put don't. your bipod back I, on? Uh, okay, I will say this one thing. In every stage that I didn't put my tripod to the standing, 
I kind of a little bit regretted it. Um, what? This explain that. Okay, so like when you first run up, you're gonna take your tripod out to like glass off of. Yes. It's been a going right between all these hunter matches that they want you to get higher. You don't like okay. so you can see all your targets and like. Did you regret doing that today, or do you think that you? No, I didn't regret it. Honestly, I've never regretted putting my. The only time I've regretted putting my tripod at the standing point immediately was when I there was something like right in front of me that I probably like near the ranging flag that I probably yeah. could have glassed off of. Um, there wasn't a lot of that here today. I'm. Do you not agree with that? I'm trying to think of what you're shooting tomorrow. Yeah, and if it's gonna fuck f me. And I'm not trying to give you any type of insight. Oh my god! Someone's gonna listen to this and be like, "Take it, take it back." He, he cheater, cheated. cheater. There were some targets really low to the ground that if you didn't get to the standing today, like you probably wouldn't have saw them. Okay, I will. I will agree with you on that. But what I saw today was people waste a lot of Wasting time. time. Yep. Put their tripod to the ex the full extent yeah. on my two stages. Yeah. I didn't see everybody on all the other stages, but my two stages go to max height on their their tripod, and then timeout. Timeout. Still not find the target. Not well, like on stage one, yeah. not find the targets, yeah. but like not need to go to max height yes. to spot those targets. But how would they know? And that's what that's what I'm trying to give my myself the hindsight of like okay they didn't know that they wouldn't need it that high yes. but like on stage seven the the two cattle gates you got that wood oh, log oh that's a thing like too. the the wood log was right next yes. to you right yeah, yes right. you have your your right. your yeah. point and then your two little Good aiming point. states why did I yeah why did I put my tripod tall when there's a wood log like I right just said you. like I just said I could have just used a wood log yes yeah. correct it's tough you're right um yeah but thinking about that I would go lower shooting off of because like I've noticed that like so there's like three different kneeling positions right there's like mm -hmm. a low and I'm not saying this right but there's like a low kneeling when you can actually get your arm on your knee yep. there's like a higher kneeling when you're on like double knee or yep. you're like stretching your other leg out right yeah so maybe like two kneeling positions whatever um and I was on that those two cattle gates and I was on the second rung and it was too high for me okay and I missed a shot because of it it was just too high I could have got a little lower and actually had like support for my leg um so that's why i put my tripod standing as well okay it's because i either shoot standing or i shoot like low low low, low. low. i don't do the double kneeling i just cannot do it well okay so that i'm better shooting standing than i am like bending over you're, standing you're better one knee up yes like low yes, crouch yes, yes. okay or standing yep totally okay because a lot of people what you'll see is like They'll have their tripod like kind of midway. Yeah. So then they'll they'll stand up, and then bend over. You know what I'm saying? They'll yeah. Bend over so they have this like. They'll do a heavy bend instead of being and it standing sucks up. Sucks for yeah. them, and they suck. And I've sucked like that, so I've just started going totally upright standing, because like I've seen people just lose it because they're putting so have much pressure shot, on their gun. Have you shot PRS before? I don't do rear support. If you're about to ask me that. <laughs> no, I was just gonna ask if you if you've shot PRS before, because I'm better like, le like leaned over. Are you really yeah. like way leaned over? Yeah. Wow. Okay. With a heavier know. gun. So I gun? haven't necessarily tried it with this gun, but like my PRS rig's over 20 pounds. Yeah. Like I'm shooting a 6BR full weight kit, the, yeah. like XYZ. It's probably gonna stay way better. Yeah. 
than a 6.5 that weighs – it probably weighs right at 15 pounds right now, but I had a trigger cam on it, so it was like 16.4. But if you take – yeah, according to the rules, optics, like recording devices don't count as weight Oh, according to Travis. they want – media yeah they want media that's cool so that's why i literally shot every single stage recorded yeah. yesterday that's good um that's good i i don't have my computer here so i can't like edit it and do anything with it or that's anything okay, like that i am talking to my oh, friend oh my heart oh my gosh another thing too when you're ranging if you hold down the range button with a lot of these range finders like those range finders it gives you like ranges as you're moving up and down yep. that's something i'm gonna do tomorrow okay because i've noticed that like me just clicking like yeah. clicking as i move and i'm like trying to find where that target is right instead of the grass or the tree line okay it's not as good as holding it okay so let me ask you this question you're probably not going to remember stage one the circles do you remember what you ranged target three off the chains the the do you remember what it was you wrong? Do you remember what it was no. approximately? No, but it was like I think half of what I needed, right? Yeah, that's right. You that's right. It was like three hundred or so. You ranged it at like four ten. Correct. Yes. It was, yes. It was like eight twenty something. Wow, good memory. That's thoughtful. Well. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally screwed up. Yep. Yeah. Hundred okay. percent. Yeah, and that was when I wasn't doing the holding thing. Yeah. I was just to clicking. like scan it. Yeah, so, so I wasn't scanning. I guess I talked to somebody else, and um, after they shot it yesterday, Robert was like, hey, grab your rangefinders, scan 10 feet to the right of the target, and boom, it hit, it hit 820 for him. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. Because what are you going to do, dial 820 on your gun, and then, yeah, shoot way yeah. over into the tree line. You're not going to see anything. Yeah. You're going to think it's wind or some crap like that. I didn't even see that target <laughs> yesterday, so it didn't matter. It wasn't me. I found the first target, and then, like, I've got that little count, stupid countdown timer. It's not or whatever. stupid. It's it fantastic. Works. So, like, I had that, and it got to, like, a minute, and I was like, I ain't found the rest of the targets. I'm going to at least get some point. <laughs> you, I, that's the right answer. I was like. That's the right answer. Mag in. I was like, one, five. Goosh. Impact. All right, Yay. I'm done. I was like, hold on. Let me look for other targets. And I just, I stayed in that one little tunnel. Yeah. I didn't see I anything. Know. You did right by that. Though. I didn't see. You did right by getting the points. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that was not the way to uh, start off the day at two out of Stop. eight. Stop. It was though, because you stopped yourself. You cannot be on your binos for three and a half minutes. You cannot no. be on your binos for three minutes. What's the What's the time that people say? A minute? A minute and a half? A minute and a half? I don't know. I I was gonna doing the two minute thing. Two minutes? Oh, two, it might be two minutes. I mean, so like I was doing, I was like, okay, range for two minutes, and if I don't like find everything or like go from there. Yeah. Um, there's a stage that you guys are going to shoot tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I ran up there. I didn't even range it from the spot. Like I was talking yeah. about, I ranged it from the shooting position. I was like, boom, right. Boom, right. Boom, right. Boom, right. First two targets. Boom, boom. Move to the third target. Way over uh -oh. the top of it. Wind was great though. Yeah. Because okay. yesterday was pretty windy. Okay. So I was like, and so I I wow. hit something, and then it fell directly in front of the target, <laughs> and I was like, okay, my wind call's good. Let me come down. So I held under on the target, and I like, I took the hair off of that target. Woo! Like, you <laughs> saw it right there. Wow. Saw it. Cause yeah. I, it was that far out. So after yeah. recoil and everything like that, like nailed it. And then I go to the next target, and I was like. 
obviously is a ranging issue. Yeah. And, like, I did it on the next target, too. Same thing. Like, way over the target. Saw something fall. I was like, sweet. Next one, boom. So I ended up getting a four That's on that hilarious. one. That's hilarious. And I was like, I was like, you know what? Four's pretty good. I shot that in, like, from first shot to last shot. I probably shot that in, like, 42 seconds. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. Here's the deal. An NRL Hunter 2 of 4 is honestly, you can really walk away being really happy with yourself. So, like, stage 1, no nobody cleaned it. Yeah. I think the 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 gentleman that's in, in, in first, I mm -hmm. think he got a 7. Mm -hmm. But nobody cleaned stage wow. 1 today. Yeah. Yeah. Like That's wild. Yeah. Nobody yeah. cleaned it. Yeah. Like he, I think he missed shot one on target three. And was it a range issue? It was a range Whatever, issue for maybe. everybody. Yeah, yeah. At, like it, everybody I, I talked to said that they were ranging it mm -hmm. at like seven fifty ish, with exception of you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they said it was like seven fifty ish. There was like three people that I ranged hit that it at like snake four four hundred meters in front of yeah, it. Yeah, there was a snake. <laughs> um, there was like. The majority of people, I was like, "Hey, what'd you get range on that third target?" And they're like, "Oh, I did five, uh, uh, five two, so yeah. this." And I was, I looked at their dope card, and I just put my finger at like eight twenty ish. And they're like, "Really?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Oh, so it was eight twenty. It wasn't even seven. It it was like eight twenty ish. Okay. Is because okay. is what Robert yeah. had told uh told, told somebody you to else. Get your, bind, your range yeah. out and check it. He's like, well, he didn't say check it. He was like, hey, like. You go Here's ahead and check proof. it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and he um, was one thing I did just remember. This range is like a huge memorial range, and they didn't talk about it. It's a memorial range. Well, yeah. I mean, they're trying to keep this range open because it's like it's a print. It's a memorial prince prince gun range, like a memorial. Okay. Like, and Robert was like, "Yeah, we were trying to keep this range alive." Da, da, da. They didn't talk about who it's for. Okay, so, so who's like, it the, for? I don't know. Oh, I'm saying like it should be in so I the should, brief. So I should <laughs> ask Robert when I get him on the podcast why. Why is this range important? Okay. Who is it a memorial for? Because it says memorial gun range. So we don't know like who's. Who's the important who, person? Yeah. <laughs> like who are we shooting for? Who made this range? Like why does Fair it matter? Enough. So well, it I be. see. I see like the egg shoot perfect yeah, scores up there. That, I don't know what that this is. This big picture of probably the guy who's. It's probably the dude that yes. owned the range. Yeah, all these beautiful paintings. Like, I mean, this is a pretty cool. I mean, granted, it is a square range. It is difficult to have. I would assume my first NRL match, uh, NRL twenty-two or NRL hunter match. Um, I would assume it's hard to put on an NRL totally. hunter match on a square range. Totally. Yeah. I think Robert's I think the it first. I think it done it pretty damn he well here. He did so good. And it makes sense because he's Robert Brantley. But I mean, it's Robert fucking Brantley. I mean, like. God, is he the first one to do it on a square range? Arena. That's But they're not using a, the square. They're using other areas of it. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. We've shot, we've shot pretty far. I mean, it's 2,300 freaking acres. Yeah, exactly. Like, so I would not at all call that a square range, honestly. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah, this so is then, probably the, yeah. the first Definitely square first range ish. Yep. Yep. And he did great because people didn't find targets. People missed targets. People missed range targets. People saw water moccasin snake things I everywhere. I mean, there, there was water moccasins. Yeah, it's dangerous. There. This is a dangerous place. <laughs> 
Uh, it's hazardous, to <laughs> yes. say the least. <laughs> because, yes, normal Under All Hunter matches are in Wyoming, Colorado, Arizona, Utah, Arizona, on the mountains, right? Like, like in wild, California, open, yeah, like, wild, open places. Yes. Like, I remember when they, when NRL was doing, like, the Race Gun series, and they had a match in Tehachapi, California. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, this was years ago. This was, like, 15. Were you shooting within that series? No. Oh, okay. Um... But I had heard about it, and yeah. I was like, I want to come help. I emailed the match directors, and we're like, yo, like. Why? Because of location? I was 30 minutes away from Tehachapi. Oh, dope. Okay. I lived in California for oh, six okay. years. I, I lived in the high desert. I lived, uh, I was stationed at Edwards Air Force Base. I lived right next to um, Tehachapi. We used to go to Tehachapi every two weeks because there was a butcher there. And we would get all of our meat from the butcher. Yeah, like half a cow or something, whatever. Like chicken and beef and everything, like hamburger. Like it was all fresh, fresher stuff than you can get in the supermarket. We go up there, support small business, do all that stuff, get our dog food up there, all that jazz. Mm. And um, there was a match up there. And like I emailed, I was like, whatever you need me to do, you need me to take out trash. You need me to clean the freaking bathrooms, whatever. Whatever I can do to just get up there because it was close range because it was on somebody's property. Oh, yeah. You wanted to I just wanted to see it. it. Yeah. And they were like, no, we're good. I was like, dang it. No, really? Yeah. So I didn't get to go up there. I was so bummed. I'm shocked that they said I'm so bummed. I'm shocked that they said we're good. Yeah. Wow. So I was like, I was like, okay, cool. But I found, I found some dudes um, about an hour away from me, and I shot a, I brought a, a Remington 700 with a duplex reticle to exactly. <laughs> It's just it's just a pair of it's just a crosshair in there with no little hashes. Whoa. Couldn't dial it, anything like that. Whoa. And I printed out the velocity and then I went into like some random ballistics app and just put like what the velocity and the bullet and stuff like that and like the dope. It was like the Winchester app or something. Oh my god. So nothing nothing special. And went and freaking put it in there and shot the match and there was like ten people there. Didn't have a chance to zero. Right? Yeah. Never shot. Yeah. Like, I own this gun, but I was like, oh, it's cool. It's like from the movie Sniper. It's great. I was yeah. like, it's a sniper rifle. <laughs> no, it was not. So this was in the beginning of, your, like, your shooting career. Yeah. Wow. Like, very early. Great. And I went and shot that match, and I took – there was, like, ten people there, and I took, like, six, and I was like <laughs> – <laughs> took sixth in a match. That's amazing. Your first match should be you last. Yeah. So that's incredible. And I was like, hey, you guys keep talking about all these, like, wind dots and, like, elevate. Can I look through one of your scopes? <laughs> and I, I was like, oh, my God, that thing's so busy. How do you look through that? They're like, what are you using? And he's like, can I see your gun? And I was like, yeah. And he held it up, and it's just duplex reticle. And just, How do you even just know where to hold? You made, like, a my, notebook handout? My dope card said 13 inches over the target. How do you know what 13 inches is? About that much. Oh, my God. That's great. You did so good. <laughs> 400 yards, 400 yard target, and it was like an 8-inch target. And I just went, that yeah. looks like 13 inches. <laughs> Had no idea about wind, nothing. Yeah. yeah. And did decent. And now look where you are. And then, like, he's like, hey, man, do you want to come back? And like, like you're a good shooter. Like he's like, do you want to come back and yeah. shoot the 22 match next month? I was like, oh, I don't have a 22. He's like, give me 10 bucks for the ammo and pay your entry fee. Oh. 
Eric Severson out of Ridgecrest, California, got me into NRL 22, Aww. and NRL 22 has spun it all. Yeah. And you were probably shooting a good gun and a good scope. It was a Savage Mark II mm-hmm. with some random, I don't even Club know what better. it was. Yeah, wow. And did decent there. And then when Thank I. Thank you, Eric. Yeah. And then, I, and then I moved to Florida and I called Egle, or I called Alta shooting every week until I moved there. And every week after I moved there to try and become a member Aww. and then start NRL 22. And I was, I started NRL 22 at so Alta. put in the work. So I think every of one of us can say this person started my career. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, I think it was Jim C. So, like, Jim, oh, really? Jim C. started my career in shooting. No. Yeah. It's Ryan Hay or Jim C. <laughs> oh, I like how you looked at Ryan and was like, <laughs> I think it's nah. okay. Okay, right. It's Ryan Hay. Ryan Hay, and then I saw my first match with Jim C. So, I would say, yeah. Okay. Well, who would you say, Eric? So. Ryan, if you could accredit one person to your precision rifle career, who would it be? Ryan Hay, Crestrol, Ballistics, employee. Who would you accredit? Who would you accredit your first uh, accredit to like your precision rifle career? Jim Gillen and Melissa Gillen. All right, okay. that's that's his people. All right. Invited him to a match. Jim invited him to a match. That's all it takes, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course you 300 win mag. <laughs> yep. All it takes is inviting someone to a match, and it starts. Top loader. Oh. He taped rounds to the side of his gun. And a fixed 10 power. And a fixed 10 power. And you took what place? 10th out, out, out of 80. With the Whoa. old wind mag. So, Melissa and Jim, that. thank you. Eric, thank you. Yeah. Jim, thank you. Ryan, thank you. That's for crazy. For starting our careers. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, some people shoot these NRL 100 matches with top loaders. Caleb did. Yeah. Oh no! Oh really? Oh, yeah. so we also so, have. So so he ordered six five Creedmoor ammo for his gun, uh-huh. and the person shipped him six five PRC. <gasps> no. He doesn't have a six five PRC. No. Yeah. Why? Yeah. So he borrowed somebody else's gun. It weighs ten pounds with a suppressor on it. Oh my god. Six five PRC. And he's just putting that ammo through it because yep. he has the ammo. Oh, my gosh. And he's colorblind. And he's colorblind. <laughs> so we're like, hey, go to the red dot. And he's like, I hate you. <laughs> so, yeah. So we have red dots for, like, shooting positions. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't know the shooting position because he couldn't see We had it. to point him out. <laughs> we were nice enough. Which but you can't see the stages. Of his clock. Yeah. yeah. So, like, when he runs up to spot, I'm like, hey, it's here, 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 and here. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, good. Yeah. But we have another guy that's shooting today and tomorrow, yeah. and he's colorblind. So I'm like, he's what? like, I don't know where the positions are at. I was like, hey, just imagine the center of the, the cattle gate, and that is your you spot, to Florida, in, to Florida to infinity. Yeah, you have to talk different to them. Yeah, be like, be like, 
hey, all the all the hangers are red. That doesn't help me. <laughs> yeah. See, so, so you have to bud. ask different – because you can ask questions in NRL Hunter too, like, is this target on a red hanger? And they're yeah. like, yes, that's your target. They're like, yes or no, yes or okay. no questions, right? So, um, yeah, so if they're colorblind, it kind of makes questions a little harder because you could be like, is target four next to a tree? And they're like – silence because they're not going to say like they don't know yeah. what tree you're talking about and you can only ask like yes or no questions so yeah that makes it a lot harder yeah so i so i have a like coming from like i just left the in the schoolhouse like in yep. november so i'm still very much an instructor mindset so like <laughs> my mindset like when we we're taught that like when a student asks a question you repeat the question back to them and then you answer the question okay so like hey is like on stage one is target two to the right of that red truck down range. Okay. Be like target. Two, yes. Target two is the right is to the right of the red truck. So who taught you that? That's is that like just normal instructor. Like basic, uh, basic that's instructor course. Cool. I didn't know. Yeah. That. Wow. So like it's reinforcing. So like I could just say yes to your question. Did you do that today? Yeah. 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 I had because we're only supposed to answer yes or no questions, so I had to like stop myself from repeating the yeah. question back to them and then answering the question. Yes. So I was like, yes, no, yes. Yeah, and then silence sometimes because you couldn't. Yeah. Because they were asking questions that you're like, mm, I'm not comfortable answering that. Cause so and post. and like with skill with um, oh, so yeah. there's another division called skills where they're literally out here. Their score doesn't count for points. They're not gonna walk the prize table anything like that. They're not getting not hardware. So, like, you can coach them on the clock. So, yeah. like, one guy, like, uh, there was two, two gentlemen. The house that you guys went and chronoed and zeroed at yesterday, yeah. that gentleman's two sons are shooting that today. That was him? Oh, my gosh, I didn't even know that. I'm glad I was nice to him. Yeah, so. <laughs> That's his. Isn't this his land? Or some, or maybe just a zeroing land? Some, uh, something like that. like that. Just okay. a zeroing land. It's, like, okay. five miles down the range okay. from us. So, I mean, like. It's Louisiana. Everybody knows everybody. So yes. um, Robert handed me a gun yesterday. He's like, hey, can you mount? He's like, I'm like, what do you need? He's like, I really need to mount this scope and zero it. Can you do it for me? I was like, yeah, no problem. So yeah. he just gave it to me. I went and zeroed it or whatever. And then his that guy's son shot yeah. it today. Yeah. But they're shooting skills, so they can get coached on the clock. How did they get data from it? I did everything for them. Did they have ammo too? Mm-hmm. Okay. Robert gave them all the ammo. Had a Kestrel forum, all that other stuff. I chronoed it yesterday. I zeroed it, put two through the same hole after uh, a half a box of ammo, chronoed yeah. it, got a good speed, said, Robert, this is speed. And he's like, cool. They showed up to shoot it this morning. Lays, uh, like He's lazing. I'm like helping him out. I'm like, hey, find the big yellow sign with the number one next to it. Yeah. Look at it. Because yeah. it's like stage one, placard yeah, one. Yeah, stage one, placard one. Yeah. Lays it. I'm like, what did you get for a lays? He's like, he's like, 410. I'm like, what is the number above the range telling you in that pair of binos? And he's like, 1.9. I'm like, oh, oh. It was in the he had, uh, yeah, he had furies. Great, great, great. So I'm like, okay, so your first target is 1.9. And he had eaten up a lot of time. And his dad's kind of standing there, like, helping Let him out. Shoot. Yeah. yeah, and his dad's calling it a clip. And I'm like, this is going great. <laughs> <laughs> he's like put your clip in shoot the target and he shot it and it went it went far left okay. and i was like i'm like 
I don't have a reticle in my bino or anything like that. I'm like, hey, put that center dot on the right edge of the target yep. and resend it. Perfect. And he's like, what? I was like, <laughs> I'm like, you see the center dot? And he's like, yes. I'm like, put that center dot on the right edge of the target. And his dad's trying to repeat everything as oh, I'm no. saying it. I'm, there I, needs to be one. Chief. And I like, and I like, I look back and I'm like, I got it. I got it. And he's like, okay. Puts his hands up. He's like, okay. I'm like, I'm like, put the dot that is in the center of the crosshair, put that on the right edge of the target, and then take a deep breath, exhale, pull the trigger, squeeze the trigger, and he does it, boom, second boom. round impact. Yay! And he had like 30 seconds left, Listening. and he's like, he's like, okay, I'm good. I'm like, no! cool. Yeah, because his skill stage, like okay. he didn't have time to like, yeah. you're not going to run back. Bino, find the second target. I guess if you did that for everyone who was skills, like, let them keep shooting. Yeah. So, like, I'm like, hey, you got a hit. Great job. Another shooter goes, and then the brother brother comes up. Okay. And his brother's like, I'm like, okay, set your rifle down, set your tripod up, put your bag on top of the tripod, put your binos on there, range it. What does the range up there say? He's like, and the dad says, one nine. And I was like, no. Shut up. I was like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, one nine. I'm like, okay, let's go down there. Let's put your mag in the gun. Let's dial one nine on the gun. Don't forget to push the button. He's running to Mark five. Oh, I was okay. like, push the button, spin it to one nine. I double check it for him. I'm like, okay, close the bolt, get down behind the gun. Like you're down behind the gun, like close the bolt, get everything good. I was like, support that bag, get it up underneath there. He turned the bag vertical, so it was good. Great. And I was like, okay. I was like, are you? I was like, do you see the target? He's like, I'm in the center of the target. I was like, okay. Put that center dot halfway between the center and the edge. Okay, giving him some wind. Give him a little bit of wind, right? Great. And I was like, I was like, okay. Take a deep breath in, <laughs> and he goes. And I was like, let it out, and he goes. <laughs> I was like. Okay, take a deep breath in and let it out slowly. And he's like, Phew. "Okay." I was like, "Squeeze the trigger, boom!" First round impact. Yay! I was like, Yay, "Shot process!" Yes! It was so exciting. <laughs> and he had eaten a lot of time, like looking for that target. But and he everything. made hits. He got a hit. He got a first round impact. He got a hit. He got Sometimes two points he right didn't off the bat. Sometimes you get to pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. That's what you gave him. You gave him a hit. So. And I was like, I was like, okay. I was like, because he looked for a bunch of the targets, right? I was like, okay, come look at my binos. And like, I was like, that was target one you just engaged. I spun it. I was like, that's target two. That's target three. That's target four. I was like, do you see how this is lined up with the aiming point versus your two cider flags and everything like that? He's like, oh. Oh, he didn't it was, get it. He's it never was, been up there long enough to understand. Yeah, it was. this is his first time ever so shooting again, long range. You need to, again, you need to, in the safety brief, they need to have a. Yeah. That's that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna make the suggestion. Like I wrote it in my phone. Like right. have a yes. like an example of what Great. your your ranges so. your yes. ranges cider flags and whatnot yep. look like. Mm-hmm. Like because it wouldn't take anything to put it out in the parking 100%. lot. Yep, like, correct. We they had the same. I think they just forget. Yeah, just I mean, master directors have so much going on. Totally. Like, like we're yeah. we were here till. 9.30 last night? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, I mean, now it's like 9.30. But, thir- like, Thursday night, again. Robert didn't get home till 2.30. Oh, I don't doubt it. Yeah. To have everything ready for us to shoot it. Yep. So There's always been Gatorade and water, and he's running around doing targets. And yeah. yeah. It's crazy. So, 
Let me ask you this this last topic, and then we'll we'll sign off here because you're probably going to get your own episode because we're over an hour right now. Oh my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> Stephanie. It's okay. It, we're just talking. It's Stephanie, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh gosh, Stephanie. <laughs> what's your last name? Martz. M A R T Z. Martz. That's right. Yeah. I want to say Mates, but that I, I was that's like okay. that doesn't. Some people say Martinez and Martez. Some people talk to me in Spanish, and I'm like, I have no idea what you're saying. Mm. So, um. How do you like? You said you've shot shot about six NRL uh-huh. hunter matches. Have yeah. you shot before that? Yeah. Like USPSA or two gun or NRL, three gun. Yeah. So like a, just like two PRS matches and then mainly just NRL race gun before it was okay. Yeah, taken away. How t- you say taken away? Taken like away. somebody like stopped. took their it ball and went home. It was stopped. Which okay. Which I think is a smart decision, honestly. But that's it's a hard whole to have two story. of the same thing going on story. in the nation. Yeah, it's a deal. Yeah. It, it makes. It made logistical sensitive sense. Topic. Very sensitive topic. Um, we're like China. Wait, we're like North Korea and South Korea right now, by the yeah. way. Like, PRS, like. PRS, <laughs> NRL. NRL. It's, like, it's like 90s rap, yeah. East Coast, West Coast. Yeah. We it's like the Hatfields and McCoys. Yeah. Like, it's the whole gambit right now. Um, how How is it being a woman in this sport? Because if you guys didn't know, I'm talking to a woman. Yeah, B, B cup. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm calling you as tomorrow when you come to my stage. Be like, B cup, you're yeah. up. So it honestly lets you – I'm going to be totally real. It lets you shoot worse. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying that people don't expect you to do well? Correct. Okay. Okay, so that's terrible. We have top lady trophies, which I totally understand, right? Right. If you so right now I'm one of two female shooters at this match, and usually there's it's, only two. Yes, usually okay. it's one female, three females, four females. It, it okay. varies, but it it I don't think I've seen a match that it gets over four. Let's females. let's be serious. There's not a lot of NRL on the East Coast, and that's fair, and that's totally fair. But even on the, I mean, look at the standings right now in NRL. I, I haven't seen PRS. PRS I've has never, a lot I've, more females. I've never looked at the standings okay, at NRL. So there's not many. I mean, maybe like. 10. Like I'm not a I'm not a paid registered person because mm. it's not it, there's not a lot of it out here. Which you need to be because you just shot a match, but you have to. Yeah. You need to register. I, pr- I probably okay, will. Good. Yeah. Just to give him my money because um, so like this is probably the only one I'm going to shoot for the year. Honestly, so we just we have a female here that's never shot a match before. Right. Uh, NRL match. She does some other stuff, uh, and she's being treated with kindness. She's being treated with comfort. Um, they're bringing her through stages. They're teaching her how to go. Like yeah. that's the whole issue, right? So pe- yeah. n- women are nervous because they've never done things, or they're around a bunch of macho dudes, and it's not like that. It's not yeah. like that at all. I've never been in a situation where I felt uncomfortable. I've only felt comforted, honestly. Um, and honestly, just I felt so. Honestly, I feel kind of bad for some of these dudes because some of these dudes who show up to these matches, they've never gotten a trophy before. Yep. Like, and as a female, if you're the only one to show, show up to a match, you get a top lady trophy. And so, like. And th- so, that's very similar to some of the divisions in PRS. So, you haven't felt any, like, between the PRS or the NRL race gun stuff and this, you haven't felt any, like, real disadvantage, like, any props or stages or anything I mean, like the- that? Like, anything that was too tall or. I mean, yeah, there's always going to be, like, a too tall thing, like. And honestly, I do think if something's too tall to where it's, like, an unsafe thing. Because I've shot off trees that, like, I have to be way 
on kind of like on yeah. toes. It's slippery, right? And that's stand kind of on better. another bag. Or yeah, anything. and it's kind of dangerous. Honestly, it's kind of dangerous, especially like a 20, twenty pound rifle. So there's also dudes that are that short too. So yeah. it's not it's not a woman thing. It's a height thing. So okay. let's like let's yeah. So let's start making some stuff that you can stand on. Okay. But also, okay. So then what happens when you have to get into a super small crouching? Yeah. Area? A big tall guy is not going to hate. Yeah, you can't cut a big tall guy in half. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. There's a there's a dude out of Texas that shoots, and he's probably six foot nine, all of like 350 pounds. Oh, my gosh, yeah. He's a giant. Yeah. And he's got to get in these tiny little PRS positions. Does, he, and I'm does like, he complain about it? I've never really heard him talk more than like four words. Yeah. So I'm like <laughs> – I'm like, okay, man. He's a simple man. He's a simple man. <laughs> um, so no, you haven't. You ha- you've been treated well in yeah. the shooting community. I, next, yeah. Next question, like, if there is a significant other or a boyfriend, anything else like that, or family, what do they think of your adventure into the shooting realm? I mean, as she's laughing at okay. me. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to be, I mean, honestly, I mean, I think we're all attracted to interests that we're both into, right? Okay. And so oftentimes we see women get into relationships with other shooters. Okay. And that's just what happens a lot. So a lot of times it's supportive. Okay. Um, and. I mean, a lot of and, and a lot of the women too are into this sport because yeah. of their boyfriends or husbands, and so like that. So it's usually supportive. I mean, yeah. But for but for men, I will say that a lot of their wives, <laughs> not to hate on women, but a lot of these men's wives are not very supportive in how often <laughs> these husbands leave <laughs> the home to go shoot. But <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah. Um. So my, <laughs> so I was like, hey, babe, I would really like you to come to a match. I understand you have the kids, and yes. they have like. With the diabetes, they got to eat lunch and do all oh, this other yeah. stuff. But you can show up to the awards. Yeah. So they, they showed up. Um, they never came and watched me shoot because they didn't know where to go on the range. Oh, hard stuff. Yeah, totally hard. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. So like, I was like, hey, we're gonna be on the news. I don't know what side. So when I found out, I texted her in the morning. I was like, we're gonna be on the new side. We're gonna be on the old side, at Altus. And, like, they just sat in the car for, like, an hour and a half because they couldn't find me. They could have asked somebody, but, yeah. But they were like, oh, "Oh, they're shooting. We don't want to bother them. I was like, just walk up and talk to anybody. Like, nobody's going to care. Like, so it was what it was. But, like, she's gone out shooting with us. Like, she grew up on a a rifle and shotgun club in Texas. So, like, she's been around firearms. But, like, yeah. Do you think men could be with women who's never been around firearms? I mean, like, because that's, yeah, totally. Unless unless you're okay with having separate interests, totally fine. But as a woman, I don't think I could be with somebody who has no interest in firearms. So it might be a little different. I do think there's a lot of men out here that have wives that just don't care, which is totally fine. It kind of gives a separation. Yeah. Um, but me, I would like to have, yeah, a significant other that I can that, talk like, to Like, wants it. to come out and shoot? Or, um, yeah. Like, even but, if it's not, like, a match, but, like, comes out and goes to the range theater Yeah, a little bit and helps me out with stuff, yeah, at home. Um, but also, yeah, I mean, I don't want them. I kind of like having my own sport yeah. as well, you know. So, so like, I do guns, and my wife owns her own photography business. There you go. So, yeah. like. She shoots, but like she sports it. But her, her, she doesn't shoot a projectile. She shoots images. Yeah, super cool. Right, yeah. like she supports me by letting me come to these. And Has she ever me time shot to... pictures of you shooting? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, yeah. She so actually did a spread. Um, she did a uh, photo shoot for me and my young gun at an NRL 22 that got posted on the website. <gasps> great. That's yeah. huge. So yeah. she's nationally published. Oh, my gosh. That's huge. <laughs> that's great. Sounds good. <laughs> that's what I told her. I was like, She is nationally published. I was this like, is a national sport. I was like, it's exposure bucks. 100%. She was she was not thrilled that I said exposure bucks. <laughs> so if you if you own a small business and somebody's like, oh, you could do it for exposure, that's like the biggest insult. Is you, it really? It's huge insult. Why? Because they're putting they're putting forth a product and effort, and, and you're gonna pay yeah. pay them with exposure bucks. Yeah, it's like that. a really it's big like dig. Yeah, but yeah. Money. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's an exposure box. Yeah. My wife hates that, but it's super funny. Um, so I tell her like, I was like, hey, can you take this picture? Can you edit this? She's like, okay. I was like, I'll give you exposure box. <laughs> She's like, stop. I'll, Go in the basement. I'll fucking, I'll fucking cut you. You are gonna sleep on the. Couch. No, we don't have a basement in Florida because like. Oh yeah, you guys don't do basements. Flooding yeah. and stuff. I have my own bedroom that's just the reload room oh good wow yeah. good for you is it carpeted yeah mm -hmm. you have to make sure the bench is like super solid yeah yeah sometimes i've i've learned to do my powder off the wall oh really yeah uh colin fawson i saw him do it so i have my like normal like loading bench uh -huh. with all my like and like a vice and stuff and then i have my powder just dropping off the wall off a shelf off the wall oh wow just to level it yeah interesting so nothing vibrates or anything like that except the powder Wow. Yeah. Pro tip, Colin Clawson, I guess. Fucking Colin yeah. coming in clutch. Yeah. What last minute snidbits do you want to get out there? Ah, uh, if you're scared to shoot NRL Hunter, I understand it's very scary, but just come out and watch a watch a match at least. Yeah. I mean, it can be a bit overwhelming. Yeah. It was a little overwhelming, like shooting your first match, even if you shot a bunch of matches yeah. in the past. Just watch. And honestly, but it was super fun. Totally. Yeah. It's very fun. Just watch if you're uncomfortable. Just come out and watch. Any. I, honestly, I haven't seen a a non-spectator kind of open precision rifle match in a while. Yeah, I've you know, never seen so. anything that was like you can't show up and exactly. watch. Exactly. Yeah. Like, e like and even sometimes they'll let you take some shots. I mean, like if you if you know somebody. Like I haven't been to a match where I've been like, oh, that gun looks cool, and they're just like, here's a gun, here's some ammo, exactly. go shoot it. Yeah. Like. Yep. That's how reach I shot out. my first man. Just banners. reach out. Exactly. Yes. Like yes. when I started the NRL 22 stuff, like I have like four loner guns now. I've got two 455s, a 57, and a Rimex. Yeah. Anybody hits me up that wants to come shoot an NRL 22 Yay. match. Like, and donate plasma. And donate plasma. What's up, Travis? I have to pee, so can we end I, I'm this? Here, I'm yeah. here to have a good time. Though. So good time. That, those were your last shout-outs is to come shoot a match and have fun. Yeah. Okay, and yes. your name again? Stephanie Martz. And where can people find you on the Instagrams? Ooh, um, so Steph Martzy, S-T-E-P-H-M-A-R-T-Z-Y on Instagram. And then uh, I shoot. I write for some publications like Gun Mag Warehouse, Gat Daily, and then Breach Bank Clear. So you can find articles on there. So. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Well, okay. we will talk to you later, and hopefully you do well tomorrow. Oh, thanks. Appreciate it. All right. Okay, See bye. you later. Bye. bye.